0: Gang, gang, and I didn't switch. Hey, Rubirosa, you with your nigga? Wait, wait. See my mind fame, get it, get it, rich. I kept gang, gang, and I didn't switch. switch. Said I had no paper, hated, yeah, you wish. You never felt, see me ballin', baby switch. My mind fame, get it, get it, rich. I kept gang. And I did switch. switch. Said I had no paper hater, yeah, you wish. wish. Never fall and see me rolling, baby, switch. On the road, the rich is sliding in the coupe Thanks. Fuck your bitch along the way, I ain't say oops. Not my bad. Where well, I go, should always be a with hoops. Why? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a baller Gatorade, my favorite juice. Hate mm-hmm. oh hey, a raid, what you sippin' on? Get some money, quit the trip before I get you gone. I be whippin', I be dippin', I be in my phone. Every time I get the money back, I call it scarn. Mm-hmm. You got no shots None. Even if you had a dragon oh, It'd be no shot I'm a certified billy, You had no blocks I came in this game rich You had no guac Facts about, about me See my fame.
1: Get it, get it. That's facts about me I never switched Kept it gang gang Starting to pot off with this With that Troy F Independent underrated artist if you don't know about him, check him out. But we back, baby. Feels good to be here, man. I ain't potted in a while. seemed like I ain't gave y'all an episode in like... I want to say maybe a week and a half or something. Maybe. But feels good, man. It feels good to get back to potting. Um, shout out to all my... Spotify listeners, shout out to my anchor listeners, shout out to wherever you listening from, man, to still keep tuning in, man. I know I'm trying to get more consistent with the episodes, I had a little incident where I was a little sick, not last week, but the week before that, um, before the last episode that I did, um, and I'm still trying to get back from that, I'm still trying to get back right from that, man, so that's... That's why I ain't got my podcast legs underneath me right now. But I'm trying to get them back, though. Definitely trying to get them back. Just bear with me. But, hey, man, but we here, though. You know what I'm saying? We here, man. You got it. Episode 11. Yeah, you got it, episode 11. And, yeah, man, that's where we at right now, man. We we 11 episodes in right now, and this feels good, man. Feels good. We getting things cracking. Okay? We getting things cracking. Hey, that tea hot. I'm drinking some tea right now cuz I'm still low under the weather. Trying to get my throat right. Pause. But um yeah, man, episode 11, you get it. Been a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff going on. That I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to Try to like Backtrack on things right now Cause like Even the things I've been going on this week I don't even know If I'm gonna have time To even get to But I mean I'm gonna I'm try to I mean like I said I, I've been I've been off for For a week and some change I, I don't know when the last time I gave y'all episode It seems like it's been a while But But you know We're gonna, we gonna get to We're gonna get to it man We're gonna get to it um, you know, I, I mess with Troy Ave, man. I mean, I he he just did a uh, episode on Drink Champs that I got a uh, on Nori, Noriega's podcast, Drink Champs. I'm gonna definitely try to try to tune in, man. I I like for some reason I like I like when he talks, man. It seems like he keeps it real. Um, he's he's real genuine and real real. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I guess yeah, just being just real, man. He's just a real dude, man. I, I like the way he, you know he talks, the way like the way he takes care of his business. Um, As far as on the rapping tip, he got a couple. He got some heat here and there. You know what I mean? He got some heat here and there. Um, but yeah, you know I'm 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 rocking with him though, man. I, I wish he'd come to Pittsburgh, but you know we we'll, we'll, that's here and over there. Um. But I wanna kinda I wanna kinda backtrack and get on to the B.E.T. Awards. I wanna start with the B.E.T. Awards. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm a little bit I'm a little, like I said, I'm a little bit behind on, on what's going on out here. But I mean I still wanna kinda touch base and, and get things get things caught up to where we need to be at. Um, BET Awards. It was official, okay? Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it or not, but if, if you didn't, it's a must-watch. It was very good. I got no complaints about the show. Uh, Lil Duval hosted, which was probably the best best uh, decision B teammate made in a while. And, yeah, it was lit, man. You know what I mean? It was lit. It was definitely lit. Uh, a couple of the highlights. Um. Meg The Stallion started off the. She started it off. And what I'm coming to realize about Meg The Stallion is that she she's she's up and coming right now. She's on the hills, man. I ain't gonna say that she's like Cardi or nothing like that right now, but she she out here. She definitely out here. She started off the award show, um, and then she did the jam uh, with the baby, and yeah, man. I mean, Magda Stallion is a star. If you don't think so, you tripping. But she's a star, okay, flat out. Magda Stallion is a star, and 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 I wanna and and I wanna kind of go. I know we talked about the baby's album. And I've actually revisited that album. That's a good album, okay? And the baby is is, is a rising star. Him and Magda Stallion, right now, I'd say for twenty nineteen, they holding it down. Okay? It's been it's been very it's been a very fast come up for them, but they holding it down. I gotta I gotta roll with it, man. The baby been been out here doing all types of stuff. Um you know, giving people blessings uh, on social media. I mean, he 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 is uh yeah man. He's he's transcending right now. I mean, he does it all, man. You know what I mean? He's a good person. He got a great personality. Um, the album, like I said, the Kirk album was 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 better than I anticipated, and now that I've went back to listening to it. It's one of the albums that has replay value. Okay, it has replay value. So, um, yeah. So him and him and uh, him and the uh, Meg The Stallion did their own. They did a little uh, little something. Um, on the BET Awards. Um, trying to think who else was on there. I mean, of course, the ciphers were were pretty decent. Uh, the best cipher was the comedian cipher with just hilarious Lil Duval. Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, that was probably the best, the best cipher I'll say. Um, you know, we got a cipher with Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert definitely tore that thing up. Uh, yeah, he he was he was very very good. So, and and you know, Iman, you don't really think that he can, he can really rap like that. He ain't better than Dame Lillard, but he can rap though. You know what I'm saying? He can rap. Like, you can't, especially after what he did, he can rap. I ain't, I ain't going to front. He he can definitely rap. Of course, you know, Tiana Taylor's boyfriend, husband, or whatever whatever they are, Um, that also gives him a lot more cool points. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, the show was good, man. I think Ross, Ross did a little performance. Of course, his, his performance was lit. Um, you know, as far as the awards, uh, Cardi took home an award. Travis Scott, I think, took home the award for um, album of the year with Astro World, which I gotta agree with. Um, as far as the other albums, it was up against with was Meek Mill Championships, Lizzo, DJ Khaled, Tyler the Creator, and Dreamville. Yeah, Travis's album. Astro it has major replay value. It was easily, for me, album of the year. I mean, at least for me. And I think that that's easy. That was an easy type of deal for me. Um, best collab and single of the year went to Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus uh, for Old Town Road, which you can see. I mean, that that was kind of easy to see, especially with the traction that the song had, and reach a number one and stand number one for that long time. Um, best new hip hop artist went to the baby, of course, and but like I said, twenty nineteen, he been tearing stuff up, man. He been tearing stuff up, and you better start paying attention to him because he he about to. I ain't gonna say he getting on that um that that superstar level, but he's getting close. Right now, he's a star. And it's only a matter of time if he keep it, the trajectory that he's on right now, he will be a superstar. That's for sure. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing you know the baby and the way his career pans out. Um, the Icon Award went to Little Kim, and yeah, you can't you can't really front on that. Little Kim is is uh. Living legend, okay. She's a living legend. The performance she did with Junior Mafia, the tribute to Biggie, um, there it was a fitting way to end in the awards. And I thought that that was one of the one of the highlights of the award show. So i I mean I I didn't have any problems with that as far as Lil Kim getting the award and then her performing. I thought that that was yeah, that was that was cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Little Kim, I remember back when I was what, sixteen. I used to it didn't matter where I was at, I used to tell this is when I was driving, uh, you know. Um, back when I used to have the the Ultima. When my parents used to have the Ultima. Shout out to my rays. But um Yeah. I used to put on crush on you from what album was that from? What album was that Lil' Kim crush on you? I gotta let you know that I got a crush on you. Hey, um, what album was that from? Man, that's gonna that's going uh, irritate me. But anyway, long story short, is that that song, when I used to put that song on, it didn't matter where I was at. That was from Lil' Kim's Hardcore album, okay, which was a classic. The hardcore album definitely had no time. Um, player haters, like, it, yeah, that was a classic. But Crush on You, it didn't matter where I was at. I could have been, I could have had the car and I could have been anywhere. Mo- Most of the times I was either coming from Jets or Kongs, which was either Monroeville or Harmerville. My house from Monroeville or Harmerville. Easily was maybe 15, 20 minutes. Easy. And and back then, back when I had my license, you had a Cinderella license, so you had to be back before midnight. I could put Crush On You on, and I could leave the club, Jets, Kongs, either one of them spots, I could leave the club at 5 to 12, and I was guaranteed to get home by midnight as long as I put that song on. Period, point blank. Period, point blank. That song would get me home ASAP Every time Like every time It didn't matter I leave, crush, I, I leave the club Put crush on you on And get to the house And walk in the door at 11.59 And I could leave the club at 11.53 it didn't matter where I was at, and like I said, if you know if you know anything about the east side, you know that um you could definitely i mean Morerowville Harmerville, that dumb joints is that's that's a little decent trip away that's not that's not a close trip it's not a close trip I dollars, but I used to make that trip with crush on you on, and I get to the house in no time flat every time um so yeah, it's so a little Kim iconic. I got no problem with her, uh. So that part of the awards was was definitely lit. The 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 most lit performance though, and and people ain't gonna want to hear this, man. People is not gonna want to hear this. Is little Duval, man. Little Duval tore the stage up. Like he tore the stage up, man. I mean, yo. I, I don't even know, like, it's crazy, it's crazy to even think about it, because it sounds crazy, but Little Duval tore the BET Awards up, okay, that city boy with it, Hot Girls, I mean, the city boy jam that he got, man, he tore the awards show up, you talk about black excellence, that was black excellence. Okay, if you if if you didn't see that performance, please go please go watch it somewhere because this man tore the awards show up. Like I I it's it's, it's so crazy. Like it was lit. The stage was packed with mad people from Jacksonville that he you know what I mean that he put on. He had the little midget come out there and start dancing. He had the uh, the chick in the wheelchair come out there, and she and she tore it up. Like I mean, come on, man. I mean, shout out to Duval, man. And and, and truth be told, Duval been winning all year, man. Okay, shout out to Rich Broke. Shout out to Duval. He been winning all year, man. And he's showing you really, literally, he living what he rapped, man. He living his best life. And it's, it's not a facade. If you follow him on social media, he, he's the most carefree person out here, man. Like, he's really the epitome of living your best life. And what he did on that BET Awards show stage was definitely living his best life. Like, I, I, like you know, that thing was crazy. So the BET Awards, if I was to give it a grade, I'd give it an A. Easy, easy. I give it an A. No questions asked. No hands down. Um, Probably one of the better award BT awards show that I've seen in some time. But yeah, it was it was cracking. So, shout out to BT. You know, keep it going, man. Keep it going. Keep it going, man. So I'm 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 looking forward to next year's awards. And hopefully I can try to get in attendance to one of these shows because I need to be there because it looked like they was having fun at that joint. It definitely did, man. But uh, moving on though, um, I kind of want to I want to get into I, and I hate to go back to talking about this dude, but I mean he keeps making news, so I want to get I want to talk about Takashi Six Nine, who reportedly signed a $10 million deal Um, from a label. Now, how he signed that deal, how he got that deal is beyond me, especially with him currently being incarcerated and potentially facing a prison sentence. I don't know how he did it, but somehow, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if dude's trolling. I don't know what's going on. But somebody has put a lot of money into him and they've given him ten million dollars for i don't know how many projects, but I think it's for two albums, yeah, one in English and one in spanish, so he's he 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 scored a deal somehow after snitching, and it makes me it really makes me think that he potentially man this whole thing might be a troll, man, <laughs> I hate to say it. And and it's gonna be a shame because he's gonna do time behind this troll this whole trolling thing. He's definitely gonna do a lot of time behind this trolling. Cause whether or not he gets time served, and I and I've seen some things where outlets where he said he might get out by the end of the year, I highly doubt it. Okay. Um I don't really know much about like federal cases and, and this, that, and the third, but um, I do know that they do have a high conviction rate and it's due to a lot of people telling. Now, if the, and we all know that he told, if the amount of telling that he did has warranted him to be released with time serves, more power to him. I'll be shocked, but regardless of this, he coming back to making music somehow. So somehow he done finagled a way to come back Make some music and and, and get paid it's very nice off of it. Ten million dollars for two albums is not is not a bad it's not a bad deal. That's not a bad deal at all, man. And uh, apparently, the people that signed this deal, they do believe in him to the point that they don't think that what he did on that stand is going to affect his album sales. So, he, um, he's managed to successfully snitch and then, and then managed to continue to keep his career. So, yeah man i mean i I don't wanna say shout out to him because I'm not picking him up for that, but you gotta give you gotta give a brother credit when when he can make some stuff happen that he should not have made happen um, how how he made it happen I'll never know um But he somehow has managed to turn this whole snitching thing into ten million dollars and and a continued rap career, man. Like (laughs) yo. Like I mean that's what I'm saying, man. I don't know I don't know if he trolling or I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not sure, man, but like I said, I'm not gonna big him up. But it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. But do I see him getting out at the end of this year? Hex no. Ain't no way in the real he getting out at the end of this year. Okay? Not based on what I didn't kind of, not based on what he didn't told and what he was facing, the Rico charge and all that stuff. I mean, even though, it, admittedly, he probably did absolutely nothing um, as far as, like, crime-wise or, or anything like that. Now, he may have provided some money to get some things done. But I know for a fact that that dude ain't pulled no trigger, ain't beat nobody up, ain't sold no drugs, or and no, did none of that stuff. But I'm not going to put it past him that he potentially was the money man behind those things happening. Which is basically what he said on the stand, which is the reason why he ain't really going to get no time. So, I mean... Yeah, man. So that's that's kind of crazy, but uh, I kind of want to give y'all an update. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna say shout out to Kashi, so that's not gonna happen. But um, kind of want to give y'all an update on the Amber Gagger trial, at least from what's been going on. Um, of course, you know Amber Gagger was the cop that was convicted of murder uh, murdering Botham Jean. And he was the black innocent black man that was sitting in his apartment. And he is the person that was murdered uh, by Amber Gagger, the police officer, who was not paying attention due to... Uh, Due to being on her phone and she ended up walking in the wrong apartment, shot him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the story's all over the place, so I'm sure you, you've heard of it. Uh, there's another story that's similar to that that hopefully I'll be able to get to next episode, but I can't get to it right now because my knowledge is not that much up to par, but it also happened in Dallas, I believe. But um, anyway, update on the Amber Gagger. Um, I know I told you all about, you know, the. Heard the Botham James brother, and the judge and the Hugging and all this down the third. And I know I said to you guys about the the witness being murdered. Okay, after he testified, he ended up murdered, getting murdered. Um, okay, so the update on the witness is that. Is that he apparently i mean you know a lot of a lot of people thought that he was murdered by the police, and he uh he potentially you know the cops took him out because of what he did okay so um the update on that is that it appears as if. They're saying he was killed in the drug deal. All right. So what they're saying is that this is bad because, you know, you don't want to put no you don't want to put nothing like this on somebody that's dead. But um, what they're saying is that this 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 guy had some people came from five hour trip away from Louisiana to buy some marijuana from him and the drug deal went bad. He ended up dying. Um. That's kind of hard to believe, man. For me, that's that's very hard to believe. It's, especially as far as, uh, especially as far as like the timing of it. Why would why would he be trying to sell drugs to anybody knowing that he just got off the stand testifying against a police officer? So the heat is on him. Like to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Okay, it just, it just it just makes no sense. Like if you know that you just got off the stand from testifying, and you know that there's a lot of heat on you, selling drugs is not the smartest idea. Okay, because apparently you're you're more than, you're getting watched, so it just doesn't make any sense, man. It it makes absolutely no sense. So, and and I hate for like his family to have to go through that, and for them to think that that's the reason why he's no longer alive, man. When in reality, it might have been them cops, man. It might have been them cops, and, but you know, so it's very it's very hard to prove, but um. So that's just a little update, man. I guess we'll. uh, Hopefully, there'll be some more backstory to it. I don't want the story to end with him being um, known as a drug dealer that was that that got murdered. Cause I know I. I, It just doesn't feel right, man. It just doesn't feel right. You driving five hours to get to go get some drugs from a dude, and 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 if you're the people that went to buy the stuff off him, you got to be even dumber. You're driving five hours to go buy drugs of a dude that just testified against a cop that murdered a black man? You gotta be kidding me, yo. You've got to be kidding me. There's no way. It makes no sense, man. It just makes no sense. So that's that's just a little update on that. Um and I just kinda wanted to touch base with that. We'll see where that story goes. As far as the, the other story that happened in Dallas, we'll we'll get to that next next episode, but yeah, I just want to give y'all a little update on the Amber Gagger, trap. Well, you know Amber Gagger story and the fact that they're trying to say that this witness was not murdered by the police. He was murdered. It was a drug deal going bad. I I don't get it. And and okay, and this and this is my other thing. How is this dude that just testified against a police officer? How is he not like in witness like? How is he not under no sort of witness protection or nothing like that? Like he just testified. In a major case, so nobody's watching him. Like, come on, it just like that's what I'm saying, it just makes no sense, man. It just, it just makes no sense to me, absolutely none. Um, rest in peace, Bottom Gene, man. You know what I mean. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want that to get lost in the in the, in the sauce, but uh, rest in peace to him, man. So we're gonna get to our no no of the week, and this no no is being shared. By um, a couple of parties, man. Uh, the first no no goes to um, Penn State, a Penn State alumni. Okay, I believe his name is Dave Peterson. Um, he gets the first part of this no no. The second part of the no no goes to Penn State, the actual school. Not sure if you're familiar with the story of what's going on with this, but um, there was a football player from Penn State that received a letter from Dave Peterson, who is an alumni. Now, the letter is very hard to believe, and you're not going to believe it unless I read it to you, because it just sounds crazy. But let let's and the letter is going to um, a Penn State player uh, who's who's actually very good. Um, his name is Jonathan. I'm not sure what his last name is. Uh, what is his last name? I want to say Taylor or something. Um, I could be wrong, but you know. Nonetheless, let's let's get into this letter and and kind of kind of run down what's going on here. Um, Not to mention that the the person that in question is that is, is very good. He's one of Penn State's top defensive players. All right, but anyway, nonetheless, dear Jonathan, my wife and I are proud older graduates of Penn State. We follow all Penn State sports, football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball. We love it all. I played all the sports in my younger days, still played full-court basketball into my 50s, loved the competition, but never had the size or the talent to reach your level, though the desire was there. Though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, we miss the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your, well, awful hair. Surely there must be mirrors in the locker room, exclamation point after that. Don't you have parents or girlfriend who've told you those shoulder length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive? We congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all Penn Staters, both current and those alumni from years past. We will welcome the reappearance of dress codes for athletes. You will certainly be playing on Sunday in the future. We have stopped watching the NFL due to due to the disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as though they've been there before. For the glory, Dave Peterson. Now, what in the actual mayonnaise is that? Are you kidding me? Like this dude basically told him that he looks awful. Like you look you look dirty. That's basically what he said to him is you look dirty on TV. And the fact that you don't have anybody, a parent or a girlfriend to tell you that those things don't look good does it like like what like the audacity the audacity of mister Peterson who undoubtedly is probably you know, old, a very, very old person. Um, Man, you got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. The audacity of this guy to send a letter to this young man who he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know this young man from a can of paint. <laughs> and... Basically, basically, basically said that his dreadlocks are ruining the image of Penn State football. You gotta be kidding me, man. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be a very bold person to even, like, to even think about, to even think about writing a letter like that to somebody that you don't even know. You don't know them. You don't know where they come from. You don't know their you know their their background. You don't know any. You don't know them from a can of paint, and yet you're sitting there calling out their parents, um, calling out girlfriends that he's with. You're saying he's embarrassing the university. Like I, I mean, I've I've never heard of nothing, man. Like I, I've never heard of anything. And, and mind you, Penn State is also the school that just said, that had the the. Uh, Dang, what was the dude's name? The uh, paternal's assistant that was raping and touching all the little, all the boys on the team. Like, come on, man, you talking about something that's gonna ruin the image of Penn State? It's gotta be that, not no dreadlocks, not no dreadlocks. Like Jerry Sandusky was his name. Come on, man, this Jerry Sandusky out here for decades, touching little boys. And you worried about this 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 young man's dreadlocks, and, and ruining the image of Penn State? You got to be kidding me, man! You've got to be kidding me! I I I just don't understand it. Okay, like if that ain't a no no, I don't know what is. Okay, and uh, yo yo like if uh, imagine receiving a letter like that, like imagine like just imagine receiving a letter like that as you're just going about your your business you're not even thinking about like you're you're getting ready for a football game and then up comes this letter like that it just pops right it just pops right into your mailbox and this is what you're reading come on man you, gotta be kidding me, yo. you have got to be kidding me yo you've got to be kidding me I, f- I mean, like I said, the audacity of Mr. Peterson to even do that. Um, so that that's definitely part of the no no. Um, the other part of the no no goes to Penn State. Okay. Um, all right. So after the the, the ep- after that letter came, um, uh, the teammates of. The teammates of Jonathan, his name is last name is Sutherland. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland's teammates created t shirts that says chains, tattoos, dreads, and we are. And they were wearing that before the pregame of the football game against Iowa, which was last week, that last Saturday. Okay. And I like I the message that they were sending. They were basically saying that it, this, is new, this is new new era. Okay, we, have, we wear chains, we got tattoos, we wear our hair how we want to wear our hair. But regardless, we are Penn State. Okay, and we're going to represent the university well. But we're going to represent it looking how we want to look as individuals. Like who are you to tell us how to look as individuals? And the other reason why they're getting the Penn State, okay, the reason why they're getting the other part is no, no, is that the Penn State personnel confiscated the t shirts. So while they're out there pre gaming for the game with those t shirts on, the Penn State personnel came out there and took the shirts. Okay, and the part of the reason why is that because they didn't discuss that with their coach, who's also black. Okay, and he knows about dreadlocks, but they did not discuss that beforehand their intentions to wear the shirts. Now, Penn State, you had a chance, man. You had a chance. I, first of all, I hate you because I hate Penn State, but you had a chance to set a precedent and and back your players on something that was horrible. Something that was very bad, man. You had a chance to make a statement, and you dropped the ball like a mug. You completely dropped the ball. Just when I was, I was, I was kind of standing with Penn State on this issue. Damn, <sighs> my, my throat is burning. I was, I was standing with Penn State on this issue, and you completely dropped the ball. And like your reasoning behind it is because you didn't know about it. Well, maybe, uh, Mr. Franklin. If you cared about your players, you would have known about it. Obviously, you didn't care that this dude wrote that letter to your player, to, to Jonathan Sutherland. Sutherland. You didn't care one, one bit about that letter that he got. Because if you would have, you would have spoke to him, and then they would have told you that they were wearing the T-shirts. So the fact that you didn't find out about them wearing the T-shirts until... Game time, or prior to the game, lets me know that the relationship with your players is not where it needs to be at, okay? And that's just, I mean, yeah, man. Franklin, you got to do a better job. Penn State, you got to do a better job, period, point blank. It's it's unexcusable, How, however you look at it. It's unexcusable, okay? You guys had a chance to back your players, on something that was a big deal, it was a big deal, and man, did y'all drop the ball, man, and it just further it just further lets me know why I hate Penn State, you know what I'm saying, like why I hate Penn State because of stuff like that, and for those reasons, right there, Penn State. You get the no no of the week because I I just can't go for none of that stuff, man. No can do. I can't go for that. No. No, no can I, I can't go for that. No. No, do, no Penn State. I can't, I can't, go, state, go, I can't go for it. No Penn State. I can't go for it, man. And I hope you guys lose every game the rest of the year on out. That's just, that's how that's how mad I am, at y'all for what happened. Uh, but I I want to get on of that get off of that and go on to more, more positive things. Okay, let's go, let's go on to more positive things, and um, one of those positive things is Kanye West at Sunday service at Howard Homecoming. Okay. That's a, To me, that's a more positive thing. Um, I know there are some people that weren't too happy about Kanye being at Howard Homecoming. Um, but, Kanye is a legend. Kanye is an icon. And, yeah, man, I mean, Howard Homecoming is, is a big deal. Like, if you, if you've been in any sort of college environment, um, and you know anything about like homecomings and things like that, if you've never heard or know anything about Howard Homecoming, you are under a rock. Period. Point blank. Howard Homecoming is the most known homecoming. In America okay so you know and you don't have to you don't necessarily have to go to an HBCU to actually know about Howard Homecoming it's, it's that big of a deal okay Howard Homecoming is that big of a deal that if you don't go to an HBCU you still know about it because it's that big of a deal um it has the best parties it has the most celebrities that come there I me personally have been to Howard Homecoming I don't know how many times. Um, you know, and I vividly remember going down there when I was in school back in uh back in my heyday, and partying with Busta Rams and Diddy and being in the VIP, popping bottles with them and and being around just all types of beautiful women and like you know what I mean? Stuff you, like just stuff you never can imagine. That stuff you can only experience at Howard Homecoming. Okay, like, and if you've never been there, I mean, I, I it, it's a bucket list thing to do. Howard, okay, yeah. Let me, let me put that out there. Howard Homecoming is a bucket list. You know, how people have things they want to do before they die, et cetera. You know, not wishing death on anybody. Don't don't take that, don't take it the wrong way. But things that they want to do, um, you know, bungee jump, skydive, uh, Howard Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like that. Howard Homecoming is a bucket list event. Okay, so you gotta go. And and boy, oh boy, my times at Howard Homecoming were amazing. My goodness, man, were they amazing? I'll never forget that. I was down there when Jim Jones was down there. Uh, what was that jam? Pop pop champagne. I remember being standing on couches, a couple of women popping champagne at homecoming. Like I remember that, like like it was yesterday. I remember being in the VIP when Pastor Cavassier came out and and being in the VIP popping bottles with Diddy and Buster Rams and going to the after parties. I remember that vividly. Like it, like like it was yesterday, man. Dang, boy, that dang. That I just told y'all my age by telling you about Pastor Cavalli. But Lord have mercy, was that a banger? Okay, that was a banger back then. I'll never forget when that song came out and we was down home coming for that. Come on, man. That was that was number one jam in the country for real. Okay, number one jam in the country. Past the c a that oh my goodness, that thing was lit! Oh man, was that lit, man? Um, but yeah, so Kanye did uh, his Sunday service. I don't know if you know anything about the Sunday service, but that's you know a thing Kanye's been doing for a while now. Um, but he did Sunday service at Howard Homecoming, and it it was a you know. From what I've seen on the internet, it was it was you know it was everything was cracked up to be um you know everybody that was there seemed to be enjoying themselves uh, Kanye seems to have I guess been back he's get, he's being, he's being back into the graces of 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 black people now. I know for a second, people had canceled Kanye because of the whole Donald Trump thing and et cetera and all that stuff. But it uh, seems like we are, Kanye's coming back home, man. Kanye was lost, man. They said he was in that sunken place. But he he's coming back home, okay? And the fact that he was at Howard Homecoming doing Sunday service lets you know that he's getting back in touch with what he needs to be back in touch with. Alright. Um Yeah, man. I mean that's that's I that's that's legendary stuff. And I talked to my sister who is a proud Howard alumni. Um and she's you know, she does a lot of stuff with the alumni, she does a lot of stuff during homecoming and um yeah, so I talked to her about the Kanye and she had the nerve to miss Kanye. On the yard at homecoming. I I st- I I am baffled, okay. You talk about being confused. I have never been more confused in my life, okay. Baffled, befuddled. I I don't even know whatever word you want to use to be confused. I am so confused as to why she did not attend Kanye West on the yard. At Howard Homecoming, like that's a that's a legendary moment. That's that's a legendary moment, man. Like that's a moment you don't miss nothing like that. I mean, she had a reason for not going. I'm not gonna put that reason out there, but but for me, man, that's tough, man. I would have had to postpone, you know, what I was doing just just for an hour, just to see, just to get a glimpse of Kanye on the yard, man. Okay, and that's the that's the thing when you go to Homecoming. Like, the yard, Howard Homecoming, the yard is one of the biggest events at Homecoming. Just being on the yard, just walking around. It's cracking. They got the concerts. and You know what I mean? The vendors is out. And there's just a billion people out there. And she missed Kanye on the yard at Howard Homecoming. I still can't believe it, man. She's not going to like that I, that I called her out on this episode, but... Oh, well, it is what it is, man. Okay? I can't believe it. I understand your reason for not being there, but, man, did you drop the ball on that one. Okay? Because that, that might not never happen again. And Kanye West is a living legend. Like, we're not talking about just Joe Joe Blow from around the block. We're talking about Kanye West. Um... Yeah, man, and Kanye was at Howard. He brought Kim K with him to Howard. Kim K was walking the yard. <laughs> That's like, that sound, like, come on, that doesn't even, that sounds crazy. That just sounds crazy. Okay? Kim K, Kim K walked the yard at Howard, man. Like, come on, man. Like, it's crazy, yo. Like it's it, it's it's completely crazy, man. But uh, shout out to Kanye. Shout out to Howard Homecoming. Um, I I haven't been there in a couple of years. I would like to get back. I, I definitely, you know what I mean. I would like to get back. Hopefully, I can get there next year, the year after. And that's the thing. Another thing about Howard Homecoming. It doesn't matter how old you are. There are events there for everybody, from the freshmen to the old heads. You could be a freshman at Howard. They got stuff there for you. You could be an alumni of Howard. They got stuff there for you. You could be a super duper alumni and be in your forties and fifties and they got stuff there for you to do as well. That's how cracking it is. Okay. Bucket list. All right. Bucket list. Um, man, you know, Kanye, man, and then I guess Kanye's album should be coming out, I believe, the end of this month, um, I think I've seen somewhere that it is coming out the 25th, I believe, yeah, 25th, Jesus is King, and I think it's coming with a film as well, that just, I mean, come on, man, Kanye is just, is crazy, bro. Like he's coming out with a film and an album, okay, like yeah, man, Kanye is that dude, man, and I know that we we've tried to cancel Kanye, but and he definitely lost his mind for a little bit, but he's back, man, you no, know, okay, it appears as if he's back, I think he's gotten saved and and yeah, man, I think Kanye's back, man, and I like it. I like where he's going with what's going on. And I'm looking forward to hearing the album. Um, I know the last album, Yay, was okay. It didn't have too much. Um, I mean, it had a couple of jams, but it was a very short album. It might have been like seven or eight tracks. Um, it wasn't bad, though. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing But I- I'll tell you this much. The Life of Pablo does not get the respect it deserves. That was a classic album. OK, like when you talk about classic albums and hip hop, the life of Pablo should be up there. That's top 10 classic album ever made, in my opinion. That's just in my opinion. Other people might not agree with me, but in my opinion, that was a top 10 album ever made. And it didn't get the radio play it deserved. It did not get the accolades that it deserved. And I think that's when Kanye started tripping, man. He's like, man, I just made one of the greatest albums of all time. And I got no respect for making it. And then next thing you know he's he's maggot out and trump this and trump that. And I think it just all came from him not getting the respect from putting that out that the Life of Pablo album. Like that Life of Pablo album was really yo like that thing was really iconic man. That thing was really iconic. Um yeah Jesus is King um supposed to be here October twenty fifth. I'm not going to hold my breath because I know that Kanye, you know, with his albums, you never know if you're going to get them or not. Uh, Hopefully we do. We do get them. Hopefully we do get the album and the short film on the 25th, which I believe is this week. Man, I just let you know, time is flying, man. Time is flying. I think I started my first podcast episode might have been in maybe September. No, no, maybe August. Yeah, I might have still been in summer camp when I did my first podcast episode. But yeah, I um, just let you know time is flying, man. It's basically November, so I just let you know that you have approximately what sixty day with probably what sixty days. Um. 30, November, 31, maybe in December. 60, 61 days before the end of this decade. Like, you know what I mean? We're going into a new decade at the end of this year, which is crazy. So if you got somebody that you care about or you you, you love or you want to talk to, you got to the end of the decade to, to kind of get it out there, man. Because once you go into that new decade, you got to figure something else out, man. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to just be holding holding stuff back. At the end of a decade, like you know what I mean, and that goes for me as well, man. I got to stop procrastinating on on telling people, you know, how I feel and, and what I want to say to them and, and get it on out there. I think a lot of times you just worry about backlash and and you know looking weird and 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 whatnot and what forth. Man, you just gotta you just gotta chalk all that stuff up and just go ahead and shoot your shot, man. Talk all that stuff up and go ahead and shoot your shot, man. You know? And and another thing, you know what I mean? Going into this new decade that we're going into, you know, stand up for yourself, man. That's another thing going into this new decade. You don't stand up for yourself. Who will? You know? People try to take your kindness for weakness. And... You know, you, they think that because you're being very nice and 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 you don't really like confrontation, that that you won't confront them. And then next to you know, after they've pushed your buttons, pushed your buttons, pushed your buttons so much, and you finally confront them for pushing your buttons, then you're the bad guy. No, I'm no, you're not the bad guy. You just finally took a stand. And you finally let it be known that don't take your kindness for weakness. You're not a pushover. And we going into 2020 like that, man. We going in. We going into 2020. Um, we just going into it, speaking our mind, man, saying what we want, unfiltered. Okay, we going into 2020 unfiltered, man. We ain't had nothing. We ain't, we we just saying whatever it is that how, how we feeling and and that's just what it is, man, and and you said what you said, don't let anybody try to deter you from what you said, if you said something to somebody the first time, more than likely, that's what you meant, more than likely, that's what you meant, and you said what you said, and that's, that's just that, so th- that's how we roll into this new decade, man, Um, now, we like I said, we still have about sixty more day, well probably seventy more days until we get to that new decade. You know what I mean? But yeah, you wanna position yourself going into twenty twenty um better than you were in twenty nineteen. So and that's that's all part of growth evolving. Um whether you you know what I mean, whether it's health wise, uh conscious wise, um Making better decisions. You know what I mean? You wanna be better than what you were at the beginning of this year. And that's that's all that that we want, you know, as human beings. It's is just growth and evolution, man. Change, you know, things like that, man. Um still be still be you, okay? But be a better version of you. All right. Still be you. And that goes back to the beginning of, of the song, man. Uh, beginning of this episode never switch yeah still be you don't don't switch up who you are for anybody but be a better version of who you are um and a better version of who you are you know what i mean makes the people around you better as well And, and that's another thing we're doing surround yourself with with good energy okay surround yourself with good energy in 20 in 2020 we we keeping nothing but good energy around us. We getting rid of all the negative energy. That stuff is, will kill you slowly. We getting all we getting rid of all the negative vibes, man. If you bring in a negative vibe around somebody or, or, or a negative vibe around you, get rid of it ASAP, man. Cuz that'll drain you. That will emotionally drain you. Um that's all I got from my little, you know what I mean, my little rant at the end of this episode. I forgot how fast this time goes and I ain't going, like I said, I told you, I figured out a way to do longer than 60 minute episodes, but I'm not going to uh, continue this episode because I, I feel like this is a good episode, man. I got a lot off, got a lot off, man. My podcast legs is coming back. I'm getting a little bit better at um, my legs. I lost them the last couple of weeks, but we we getting them back. And I'm gonna have another episode for y'all in a couple days, man. That's how I'm feeling right now. Cause there's still a lot of other stuff I want to touch base on. But aside from that, um time's running down on this episode. I wanna thank y'all for tuning in. Um peace and blessings. Um Asta La Vista, Riva Dercey. And Deuces